This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. It's Yellow Home with Anna Schofield and Big Hass. We are live through till 8 o'clock. Very exciting show, completely packed, full of wonderful artists. And it's really good because Hass and I have managed to bridge our loves tonight. So if there's anyone from the acting world or a director or creative director, I absolutely lose my mind. And then if there's any kind of musical artist, he loses his. Today we've got a combo. We're going to meet in the middle and we're starting with you, Tina. Absolute beauty came scurrying through the door. How are you? i got to put you on. Thank you so much. I'm very Peace good. Love. It's lovely having you here. Thank you for having me. Tina, you're more blessings uh, to have you. Uh, you know, always, always amazing, always positive energy. Uh, mashallah, like you're, you're from Lebanon, singer, songwriter, a music producer. Um, a lot of people, my, uh, one of them is my wife, by the way, who really wants to meet you. Uh, I just spoke to her today. I was like, Tina, you know, I only know her from the show, you know, stuck. Oh. But, but you're always very, very, um, there's a lot of positivity in you. So, uh, and, I, and, and I myself, I don't like to always uh, put people in a, in a label where it's from the Star Academy because that's the show that you, you, you started your, career, your, your journey from. But I want to know before Star Academy, and I know there's a story regarding a wedding or a piano. I don't know what the story is. It's already you, sounding good, though. There's a show, <laughs> there's a wedding, there's a piano. How did you get into music generally? Like, what was the first kind of um, spark? I think it's it's always been with me uh, since I was a, a, a kid. So, I mean, I started out loving dance initially. Mm. And, um, and then when I took up piano uh, at age eight, uh, I found out I could I could actually write music at uh, the age 15. Wow! And uh, wow, and then you know I fell in love with that and and left dance, which was bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> and still your parents dances. like you still dance. Still I still do, but you know Bless it's not you. my main thing. But music yeah. took you yeah. over. <laughs> okay, all right. That's a young age. Um, for me, I want to. I also do want to talk about Star Academy because um, you know I, I I don't know the show very well. Yeah. I'm imagining it's similar to X Factor. Actor or it something. It's a reality like show. It's mm. a, it's oh, a 24 it? hour reality show. Oh, you, my goodness. Uh, okay. You stay in a house for um, uh, for four months. Uh, oh, Tina. Okay. Locked in. Yeah, <laughs> you can't wow. get out and see the world. Yeah. But um, it's an experience because you um, you share this house with, uh, with you know, uh, around 19 other contestants oh. uh, from different parts of the Arab, uh, Arab region. Okay. Nice. And, um, and it's, all, it's all music and art. And, uh, so they're all artists as well? They're all artists and, okay. and you're doing that 24-7. So it's practically every artist's dream. Uh, to be in that to, house. To, to be, yeah, to be. Uh, and the world watches you yeah. while you're doing it. I remember, it. like, yeah. wow. I still remember, you know, there was uh, one channel was 24 hours, like, what's happening there? Like, But yeah, I think, wow. I think, um, you know, but uh, subhanAllah, the way, the way life works and, the, you know, you, you've, you're really, um, the kind of music that you do, and this is a question I, you know, I interviewed you on Buckle Up and, and other things, but I don't know if I asked you this question, that, the kind of music that you do uh, is is kind of really groundbreaking because not a lot of people, especially Arabs, are doing it. You perform in in, 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 in both languages, but mainly Arabic right now. Yes. Um, how would you how would you again put your music under what category? Because it's really again groundbreaking. No one no one in the region is doing the kind of music that you're doing. Yeah, it's um, well, I, I I usually say it's a midpoint right between uh, mainstream commercial pop. And indie, indie. Okay. Uh, so, because I, I, well, 
I don't really like to use the word indie or the or the word fusion, mm. but um, somehow anything that's different <laughs> from what everybody else is doing yeah. <laughs> is labeled and everybody, as indie. <laughs> everybody wants a category, right? Everybody wants yeah. to know. Yeah, and they everyone wants, wants to you. box things, right? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't like to think of it that way. I just like to think of it as as quality lyrics, mm. deep uh, emotions, content, emotional mm. content that's just phrased really simply and you can easily memorize it anybody can sing it Uh, that's what's most important I mean it should speak to everybody right Mm. and you want your audience engaged in the music you write lovely okay (laughs) it's uh, it's also very exciting because you know uh, I remember when you um, when you did that song with Chris DeBerg um, it's kind of exciting because Chris DeBerg was actually uh, the first guest we had on the show yeah. here. No way. Uh, he came to Sharjah. The interview never made it because our you know, sound was not really working <laughs> then. But you know, it was really kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, how did this whole thing come about with Chris DeBerg? I actually met him on the show on Star Academy. Mm. And, um, while he was over uh, in the house that we were staying in, uh, I performed one of my songs. Right. And, and he mentioned that he had a production company. So <laughs> Amazing. So I was like sold yeah um, and we we worked together on three songs um, that I wrote uh, I, I wrote Arabic versions for mm. so um, and, and since then I mean he's such he's such a positive human being he's such a calm soul yeah uh, and uh, he's got a lot of experience on his hands so mm. I was really um, happy and proud to, to have worked with him so early on in my career what an amazing thing <laughs> so tell me your story because I obviously didn't watch you although now I'm gonna go research and go back and find out all about that you left the show and obviously that had I'm assuming catapulted you into a certain level you were already uh, an artist recognized by people then so how did you find that did it was it just a platform and off you went or was it quite weird it was really a transformation um, because once you're exposed to such a show, yeah, uh, you know you are you are ultimately boxed in into an image as well through the show. Right. So you have to sort of find your way as your own artist after that. Yeah. And that's the biggest challenge. Right. Coming out from that box and and saying, wait a minute, this is me. Yeah. This is the real me. Hang on. So. Yeah. Um, uh, was so that challenging? That was extremely challenging mm. for me because I was known to be uh, a Western singer yeah. on the show. Uh, oh. They used to give me most of the songs were Western. They just wanted a different variety. Okay. And so I didn't end up uh, uh, singing most of my content. And because my content mm. at the time also was ground was even more groundbreaking than it is now. 100%. Um, uh, you okay. know, at, at that time, there was the traditional pop coming out in the Arabic industry. And so um, it took time for for me to find myself again mm. and to um, uh, and to and to really familiarize people with this new form. So you almost had to educate them again. Yeah. And go, this is how I was I was shown on TV. Really but tough. actually, there's this whole different. I even meaning. had to educate myself because um, because. Uh, I mean, after I left Star Academy, I worked uh, with Ziad Rahbani. Shout uh, out to Ziad, a, a legend. Yeah, who's, who's just, uh, We're definitely going to talk about that. <laughs> just a one-of-a-kind uh, yeah. Lebanese composer, um, playwright. Mm. And he's uh, and working with him was also really important for, for my own personal growth uh, because he's also known for fusing uh, jazz yeah. with, mm. uh, with Arabic uh, sound. So that also added a new dimension yeah. to, to my own knowledge and my own career. So all these different but, flavors. Yeah, but mm. again, to add to that, like whoever listens to your music, it's not like um, 
we're gonna play we're gonna play Ra'isni right now, which is one of my favorite tracks. Uh, you know that I love this track, <laughs> but I want to say it's not like in your face kind of kind of fusion. That's what I like about it. Yeah. It's 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 hidden. It's you're 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 Lebanese. You're using it's like I don't know I don't know how to describe it, and that's the beauty of music. You just feel that this incredible soul is in touch with her roots. You feel that because you're doing Arabic, but then you wouldn't expect an Arabic singer to sing like that. If that exactly. if that makes any sense with with pop, you know, because we have a same, we have a, a traditional kind of pop singing. It's the same thing, you know. It's like copy paste. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about Rasini. If you can't say the word, there's no hope that I'm going to say it. No, it's so important what you just said. Actually, yeah, because it's it is really important to me because people keep coming up and asking me to sing covers in in English. Okay, and and for me, for me, singing in Arabic is my pride. Yeah, you know, it's our our language is so rich and it's it's. I, I, you know, I don't mm. see why I should when our language is so beautiful. 100%. Right, right. Um, and it was important for me also in in these tracks, including Rasni, mm. to to have that really smooth flow between uh, the Western world and and the Arabic heritage and the Arabic sound. Uh, it's important that I keep the Arabic heritage because, after all, my my goal is for that new Arabic generation, for that new, the the new new generation of listeners who is sadly not listening to Arabic yeah. as often no, as they used to before. Right. They're far away from the roots. I mean, my goal is just to bring them closer back to the heritage, a step closer. Mm. And and if you'll I do be that, great, then I'd consider myself successful. And you'll be a great person to do that because you are beautiful, you are young, you're obviously talented, you know what I mean? Yeah, so all of those elements, but that's what they need. They want to aspire to they be do. someone. They need an idol. I mean, they, they need an idol. They yeah. don't look up. I mean, you don't see any any six-year-old, seven-year-old looking up to an, an no. Arabic artist and go, oh. go yeah. I and I think that's a, that's yeah. something very rare. Yeah, that's something we're definitely going to talk about because the, the the it's it's about being relatable, right? And and mm-hmm. and most of with all due respect to the pop artists right now that are really you know really out there, I think they're singing to something that maybe these kids don't relate to anymore. Mm. You know, so uh, this is an amazing song. I really love it. Check it out. This is Tina Yamu, ladies and gentlemen, on the radio. Um, I love love this song. Let's go. We're going to be right back. Keep it locked.
It's Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield and Big Cass. Yes, it is Yalla Home and actually Yalla Live tonight all the way through till 8 o'clock. It's going to be a wonderful show. And we're joined in the studio currently with Tina. Tina Yamut. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. And do you notice when I first talked to you, I only called you Tina and then I build to the words. And yeah. Hass normally talks me through mm. them. Yamut. Okay, you I sound do, the T. You're doing well. Um, Tina, uh, so now you're, you're uh, you know, you are in the UEE full time. Uh, how do you how do you find because again when I say this I'm I'm talking from the perspective of you've had so much experience you know when it comes to music music production um, your your vision of creating a song uh, how do you find it so far when it comes to music over here since you're now here what are the things that you see that are holding the artists back what are the things the advantages of being in the UEE um, you know tell me how do you see it so far. So far, I see more advantages than I do any disadvantages. Nice. Honestly, um, I, I've I've been here for around uh, three months now, mm. okay. uh, and I I notice more than ever that that UAE is a a land of opportunity more than anything. Uh, the artists, even the local artists, have a lot of opportunity here, uh, speaking out their mind, mm. uh, telling about their experiences. You don't have that in many countries, and especially in, in my home country, mm. uh, sadly. Um, uh, it's it's very divided in my home country, and, and you don't get to share that personal artist experience with the audience so much. Um, I think I think UAE is making a, a, a big effort with that. Yeah. I, I do think that uh, generally in the Arab world we have an issue of local artists versus international artists yes, yes. Um, I think I, I definitely think there is a huge space to grow with your own local artists uh, after all uh, you know that's that's the way you grow out into the world rather than bringing the world in mm. Mm. so um, Nicely said. That. I, yeah, I think I think we have so much potential that is untouched and untapped, and mainly it's because we're sort of stuck in that same routine, that same circle of we want the same kind of music. Mm. Uh, I think if we just push the limits a bit um, as an Arab people, uh, then our, our music definitely has a huge potential to grow out into the world just as Latin music does, yes. uh, just as uh, you know African music does. Tina, honestly, I think it's minutes behind. I think that the, um, the Arab world, there's obviously huge dialogue about the Arab world. Whichever way you look at it, uh, good and bad, huge dialogue. I feel like the world is looking at you um, and me just being here and enjoying and having 10 years of wonderful pleasure of being in amongst it and certainly working with Haas has been incredible yeah. um, but I keep saying to Haas you know because he gets very frustrated he gets frustrated that he feels his story is told by the West and it's not his story uh, that people speak for the Arab world. Am I correct? I'm doing it for him now. Look, just shush, I mean, I'll talk. Yeah, yeah. And, it's um, the truth. <laughs> yeah, and, and also he's very passionate about um, artists, local artists, singing in Arabic. Mm -hmm. And of course, some local artists don't want to. They sing in English. But he's very passionate about, you know, you use the mother tongue. But I honestly think it's seconds away. Uh, Latin is kind of... it's. It's gone. It's gone. In fact, you're talking about African beats now, aren't you? It's like Afro vibe right now. Afro vibe. Like taking exactly. over. Yeah. Exactly. And it's minutes away from being from being you because the world is looking at you in a good way. Mm. Um, so I, I do think, you know, carry on. Keep yeah, going. It's just that I've, you know, I, I, I insist on, on keeping on that on that career path because I think that uh, and, and I've always said this uh, language is not a barrier. Mm. Oh, no. 
if it was a barrier, then you wouldn't have no Afro beat songs out. You wouldn't have no Latin music out in the whole world. Nobody yeah. would be listening to Shakira or, yeah. you know, everybody yeah. else. Maluma. So yeah. language is not, I mean, Maluma was over, uh, you yeah. know, yeah. here and, and it was a huge show up. So yeah. I don't think language is a barrier. I just think that we just haven't gotten around to finding the right recipe. Mm. Interesting. So, okay. I th- so you I think kind you're of on the way, though. I think you're you. in the way. You work, you work with so many, like, you know, like I said, I think knowing a little bit about you, uh, Tina, you, the, the music vision that you have, like this is something, again, important. There's a lot of artists that, you know, always work with the producer, but even you, when you work with producers, I mean, shout out to Bailuni, for Bailuni. example, Bailuni. who is incredible, <laughs> worked with so many but even then, I I sense that you that you always you also direct a little bit of that. It's not only the producer's job, and I think this is where your vision comes through. We're gonna take a very short break for the headlines. But up uh, next, I want to talk about something new. Uh, it's Adaru Maktoub. Yes. It's the new song that you are you know uh, gonna be releasing. We're gonna talk when, and she's gonna give us the exclusive news, ladies and gentlemen, Woo. right here on Pulse ninety five radio. Keep a lot. We're gonna be right back yeah. with Anna Schofield and Big House. Anis Yala live tonight. Anna Schofield and Big Pass joined in the studio until six by Tina Yamut. Nice having you with us, Tina. Um, okay, I, before Anna Schofield asks, this is what Anna, does. who's your favorite friend, real quick? Who's my favorite friend? From the friend Sirius. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, good one. Joey. Yeah. Joey. Joey. <laughs> okay, Joey. Yeah, how okay. you doing? Hi. Yeah, I love Joey. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. Yeah, true, true <laughs> He's that. He's very amusing. True that. Okay. Can I ask her yes. now? Can yeah. I ask? Okay, okay. So I think um, with you, Tina, actually, the off-air chat has been as lovely as the on-air chat. So you're completely fascinating to me. So um, obviously, Yalla Home is this kind of diverse, weird mix of Mr. Hass from Saudi Arabia and me, a true, uh, you know, English girl. Girl who has the pleasure of sort of sitting in Pulse 95 and the only words I know are shukran, salam alaikum mm. and wahed because that's my favourite number. Um, so I, I'm learning all the time but never have I sat and we've probably interviewed over 100, I think it's 180 artists in the last year and a half. Um, I've never sat with an artist who said um, actually I think the opportunities in the UAE are pretty good. Um, and there's lots of them because where I'm from, there really isn't any. And so that's really made me, uh, that's, you know, you're so right. There are loads of regions around here where there's no musical kind of opportunity. Now, obviously, that's because your country is busy doing so much else. Would well, you say? Yeah, it's There's got a lot, so a lot, much else going on. It's a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> so actually to provide any kind of stability for a, 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 an artistic element, mm. they, they haven't got time almost. There's lots going on. I think they've got a lot of time. I think they're spending it on the wrong things. <laughs> okay. Honestly. Yeah. Shots fired. Um, oh, there we go. Just <laughs> yeah. didn't name any names. No, yeah. that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. um, I, think, I think that the efforts are focused in the wrong place and that's why... Uh, sadly, my country has arrived to, to the state that it's in today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lebanon has been through a lot of turmoil, and yet, you know, the energies have been focused uh, on on the the wrong places, the negative places. Yeah, um, and not on that the people. sort of satirical. Uh, you know, co- contradicting lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's sad uh, because a lot of us, um, a lot of my generation and other generations, uh, who see pot- who see such a huge potential in it, right. um, are not getting to to grow it properly as it sh- as we as we see it 
as we see it best to as grow. You want. Mm. And do you think you know? it is an artistic place? Is there lots of art around here? It is loaded Lebanon? with art. Right. Oh my God. This is it what is I hear. Loaded. It's the right. biggest, I think, right. in, in one okay. of, you know, like... I think that the fact that we've been through so much mm. makes us better artists. Right. So <laughs> Well, it all comes out of pain, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean artists talk about their pain. Yeah, every artist has that. And, and it's just that I think... It needs a lot of organization before it starts being able to grow. Yeah. So, mm. um, and and that organization isn't really available. Um, uh, Not yet, but I think yeah. it's on. Inshallah, it's on the way. There's a lot of amazing, yeah. incredible art, especially in, Le- in Lebanon. There's, it's 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 um, it's like we talked about. There's a lot of pain, but also a lot of artists using that. Um, I was to about to say. So, is that something you've done? Do you think you've brought the pain? Because you know you've moved from Lebanon. You're here in the UAE now. Do you feel you've you've kind of got a lot of uh, stacked up emotion that you're going to be able to put into your music? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have loads. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, after all, Lebanese are um, are entertaining folk, right? So mm. <laughs> we okay. do we do find the joy in everything as well. So. Uh, even even with with everything um, uh, difficult and challenging happening with us, we do we do find uh, the laughter and we do find the, the nice. entertainment part of it. Mm. So and all your family are in Lebanon. Yeah. And so, how do they feel about you not being there anymore? Are oh, they going come back devastated. or are they saying oh, are they devastated? Yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm sort of the, the you know life of the party uh, in my oh. house. So they've lost um, their sparkle. Yeah, they've lost their sparkle. Oh, so dear. I'm on face I'm on like the the face calls all the time. So. <laughs> Bless. I yeah, but it's, uh, it's also part, uh, part of life. Um, shout out Gus, man. Um, <laughs> hey, Gus. I, I, I just want to also, um, y- you know, in 2018, you released, uh, was it Mamnur, Ken Usli, and, and Usli. Um, again, uh, you, you took a path where it's not that quote-unquote popular path in terms of like the fast-paced music. Yeah. Yalla, had to even, uh, if you don't mind me saying, um, especially when I look at, at sisters out there, when you're even promoting your art, you're promoting it with classiness and dignity. This is what I see. And, and, and again, this is not something that, you know, is really popular out there. People want... How difficult and challenging was it for you to take that road right now? And because I think, and I have a... a, a a gut feeling that you're going to stick to that road. You're not going to change who you are just to suit the industry. It's a struggle. It's a struggle <laughs> every day. Every day. It's a, it's a conversation with myself every day. Wow. Uh, to be honest, it's not like I've ruled out moving with the industry. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you, you, you know, you want to be loud, right? So um, I haven't ruled it out. It's just that I thought that with this album... I want it to be myself. I want it to be completely, entirely myself without any influence whatsoever. Nice. And then I thought, after I, I can just get that out of my system, <laughs> <laughs> then you can go and, and travel, then I could just travel and, and I do think, whatever I need yeah. to do. I mean, this is a very nice way to talk about Adder um, Maktoub. Adder Maktoub, how do you explain that in English? Everything is kind of written and destiny. Faded, yeah. Fate, yeah. It's, yeah, it's okay. So tell us, and this is, I think, I don't know if this is one of the, uh, you know, obviously, when is the song out? What does it talk about? Tell us the news. Meder <laughs> Maktoub is the most personal uh, track I've released so far. Oh. Okay. Um, in terms of uh, audio and visual. Uh, so it's uh, it's a very special track. I wrote it uh, for my husband. Okay. Uh, for so husband. A love song. Oh, shout a love out song? to husband. <laughs> That's great. I love so. that. Madaru Maktoub. Okay.
I wrote it for our wedding day. Nice. Um, oh wow! And I sang it during my wedding. And, Beautiful. Um, actually, the video is um, is taking parts of that. Goosebumps. That real wedding. <laughs> and I've got to ask, as a woman, did you manage to do it without crying? Without? Without crying. Without, without crying. tearing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You did? You can't ruin your makeup on your wedding well, right? <laughs> I know. You don't want the cry face on camera, but at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, know. not only is it my wedding, but there are video cameras. <laughs> and this is going to be a music video, so yeah. I might wow. as well just I love it. <laughs> keep Sorry, it together. darling, but this is staying in one piece. Wow. Love it. Love it. But yeah, That's I'm, so uh, cool. I think that the track is extremely special. It's one of the best. For me, it's one of the best lyrics I've ever written. Um, I, and the topic, most of all, is the most important thing to me in this, mm. in this yeah. uh, track because it was really a challenge uh, trying to talk about this specific moment where you know that this person's the one yeah, uh, and where you decide to take that step with them. It's such a tough thing to talk tough about. Tough personal... Mm. You don't want to just say, oh, okay, I love you, da, da, yeah. da, and it's yeah. like lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so... But this is what, Tina, this is what I'm talking about. You, it's, 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 uh, people are going to relate to that topic. Exactly. We all go through that, you know. I think that, that even for, for single girls, it's, uh, it's interesting mm. because, you know, for me as a single uh, lady uh, um, previously, I, I was also interested. I would ask, you know, married couples, mm. how did how you know? know? How yeah. did you know? And, and obviously, you know, their, their answer would be, you just know. Yeah. Mm. And, and for me, that was completely absurd. It was illogical. <laughs> it was incomprehensible. Gave I you could no not accept it. <laughs> Didn't you tell know? you what to do. It's like, you yeah. have to have like a list or something. Please tell me. <laughs> Brilliant. That's right. Can I ask then, was there one single moment? Do you remember, like you literally looked up and went, I'm going to put this sandwich down because I've just decided or I just know that you're the one. Or was it a transition that kind of took time and it took a few weeks or a few months? No, it didn't take time at all. Oh. It was just, it was right away. It was, you know, what I always tell uh, my friends, uh, um, I always say that the one feels like a relief rather than mm. feeling like, you know, the tension mm. and right. the butterflies and all of that. It feels more of a relief. That's yeah. very, uh, I, I, I relate to that. I like that. And this is why Maddaru Maktoub, which is again, I'm trying to translate it in a way for you. Maddaru Maktoub is somehow, um, you know, everything is kind of, you know, destined and written and, and like, you know, it, this is what I, yeah. and, and this is why I can't wait to hear that track. Uh, Man, um, okay, do me the pleasure of introducing this track. You're the radio host right now. Oh. You're introducing it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Um, everybody on Pulse Radio 95. Let's go. This is uh, Tina Yamut. Hmm. This is my new track, a wedding track, a, a true love track. I hope you like it. It's uh, from the heart to your hearts. I love that, ladies Lovely. and gentlemen. First time ever. Put up the volume for this one. The singer is from Lebanon. Her name is Tina Yamou, singer, songwriter. This is amazing. Qadar Maktoub, let's go. Pulse 
This is Pulse 95. It's Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield and Big House. Yes, it is. And I can't believe we're already nearly at six o'clock. It's Anna Schofield and Big House live in the studio, but live with the beautiful and very gorgeous Tina Yamout. Yamout. Your Yamout. That was nice. Just trying it out. Yeah, that's okay. Just that's trying a, out a different version. It's totally <laughs> fine. You're sure you don't want to run with that. <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Tina, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we just heard Maderu Maktoub, a beautiful, beautiful track. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, sharing that with us. Uh, this is, you know, um, a very personal moment, uh, you know, that happened, of course, with you and uh, you're sharing it with the world right now. How excited are you? Like, and how is uh, your husband, you know, how is he feeling about the song? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm psyched, but... Mm. Um, I mean, my husband also, this is, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I, I mean, ever since we, we started seeing each other, mm. I would um, I would ask him to show up, show up in a video of mine because, you know, he's blonde and blue <laughs> eyes and all. And <laughs> so, he's going to look good on camera. <laughs> so, but he would always like refuse. So, uh. um, so I, I, I did this and, and I was like, ha, I got you on <laughs> <Yeah>. a video. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> but his support, I mean, you know, I, I know he supports you a lot. Like, and uh, he does. Uh, uh, what are what are the things that he tells you as someone like he knows you you know more than the regular you know fans obviously what are the things why does he why is he into the music other than the fact that you guys are together of course uh, what does he think about your music what is it from from his perspective as a, as someone who plays basketball someone who's maybe you know yeah I mean uh He's um, well. He he did learn the piano and he learned some of my songs. So Yo, <laughs> that's, that's so he amazing. did make a huge effort. Honestly, yeah, that's, he's, um, that's love I right think, there. I mean, I think he's uh, after my mom. He's my number one fan. Bless, bless. That's amazing. So, um, uh, but uh, you know what he always tells me is, um, I think he uh, well, I, he always says, "Do what you got to do." Yeah. Um, he always leaves me the space to be myself artistically. That's so important. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, and uh, I mean, he always gives his input, his opinion. You know, at the end of the day, I'm free to do whatever I want. But you know, as a listener uh, and as a fan. Bless. So um, and and uh, I mean, the the main thing I keep hearing is right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. it's uh, it just um, and I think he's right because you know you can never write enough. Mm. So um, keep writing, fam, for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> just wanna wanna also uh, clarify, Madhur Maktoub was also uh, is it co-produced by Bayrouni as well? Well, it produced entirely by him. It is co-produced. co-produced. Um, I worked with uh, a few uh, people in uh, in, in Lebanon, Lebanon, including uh, Eli Barak, who's uh, who's actually um, a, a musician, a producer, and nice. uh, he lived actually most of his life in uh, London as well. Oh, wow. really? So, oh, wow! Wow! Um, so yeah, he's got that also. That, okay. uh, that fusion vibe as well uh, and I worked with Beluni of course Beluni's handling my entire album so. that's amazing uh, so, uh, uh, so what's this it. album when is it out the album should be out by the end of the year okay uh, but um, of course I'm not going to wait till the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, some uh, releases will be will be out gradually ju- during the year and then um, you know a few more will be will be placed on the album and it'll drop uh, hopefully by December yeah. it's really nice to hear the word album in the mix because you don't we, we, we have this discussion point all you know kids don't know how to listen to an album no. anymore a proper album where the artist has given you 12 songs and there's a journey from 1 to 12 mm. you know it's it's sad you know yeah, because, yeah. Um, well 
people aren't doing albums anymore, yeah. are they? Mm. I mean, uh, you see EPs a lot. Yeah. That's it. Um, and singles and. Yeah. Uh, uh, and maybe like combine those singles in an EP afterwards after they're all out. Yeah. Because nobody's really listening to a song more than I mean, the first 15, 30 seconds. The, the person's moving to another song, right? Mm. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, nobody's going to sit and listen to the end unless they're a diehard fan. Right. right. Um, so actually, this was a huge thing for me because I was, um, uh, you know, I, I spoke to many industry professionals before I ended up taking this decision to not drop the album right away right. Uh, and burn it mm. ultimately. So, uh, so to drip feed the music. And I wanted make, yeah. to, to make it gradual and uh, to, to let the audience come on this journey with me. And um, and by the end of, of that year, you know, wrap it up sort of mm. Um, mm. with with my personal take, you know, which is the intro of the album. I love that. I'm, I'm literally in the middle of teaching my children about an album. They stream music. Yeah. They flick from one artist to another. They have it on their phone. They change it all the time. You know, their new favorite song is literally changed every 24 hours. Um, and it drives me crazy. I, mm. I, I, streaming you know, also plays well, a big role in that. Streaming because right massively. Now, yeah. We're a playlist. Um, final question question as we're you know um getting to the end of this will we see tina yamu rap what <laughs> I, I held my breath i said yes really? yeah no, but, well i do have a track on the album yes that's it uh, no, it's not an entire rap but okay. but um nice well, it's closer to rap okay, okay. than it is to singing in arabic <laughs> it's actually the most gutsy track i've ever done yo see now we're talking fans uh, <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, so, okay. I mean, Beluni and I were just jumping in the studio. We were like, we don't even know if people are going to, mm. like, jump for this or go, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> but, but we just love it. We think it's such a it's such an expression. I mean, rap, rap. Just like in, in Arabic, it's a feshat khilit, right? It's, <laughs> it's really amazing. And, you know, um, may God bless you, um, uh, Tina. You're somebody with a lot of passion. You're somebody with a lot of class, like I said. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, where can people follow you on your social media mainly? You can follow me on Instagram mm. on uh, Tina Yamut, one M, M O U T. Nice. Um, on Facebook, Tina Yamut Official. Uh, and, uh, you know, everywhere else in my own name, Tina Yamut. Any so. last words you'd like to say to our listeners and everybody tuning in throughout the world? On I Pulse. just want to say I'm so happy that I'm here in the UAE. It uh, feels great, it's such a positive vibe. I want to thank everybody who's been supporting me here, you guys, um, everybody else who's been, uh, you know, interviewing me here, and all the fans, all the all the great fans, these people that keep me going day after day, that make my day better when when I'm at my worst. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you so much. Woo. I love you guys. Not a better way to end it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, Tina Yamu, for your time. Thank uh, you. Blessings. We're going to be right back after those headlines. We have an amazing uh, lineup of guests uh, coming up as well. We do. We have a trio. They're waiting. Mm. They're standing by. Let's so go. we have an artistic uh, director and we have a movement coach. Remy Malik's in there somewhere. And Ooh. we also have Andrew Lee. Amazing. Let's go. We're going to be right back. Tina Yamu, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Salam. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.